everyone, I'm Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Welcome to the Hedgehog Zone. Oh, he said, oh no. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I knew it. I, I knew you were going to come. I know you were going to come with something crazy. Hello all and welcome to the Hedgehog welcome Zone. Welcome to the Hedgehog 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 Zone. I'm your lead host, Luis. I'm Max. Hey, it's your lead from the piece. What's up, y'all? It's Paul. Hey, everybody. Peter here. Today, we are actually going to be doing an episode similar to our previous episode. We had tons of fun with the previous one where we had three random segments that some of us came up with. Before we get started with that, if you're not following us yet, please, you can find us on the top three social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All you got to do is just search for at the Hedgehog Zone. Check it out. If you're on Facebook as well, check out our group, Sonic the Hedgehog Zone fans. Join in on the conversations on anything Sonic related, especially this year with the 30th anniversary. You know, there's a lot you'll find people sharing as well. Check it out, request to join, and we will allow you there on the group. Also want to make a mention that we are going to be starting to do live shows on our social media. So more the reason to follow us on there. We'll be doing live shows on Facebook, Twitter, or uh, Periscope, which is part of Twitter there. Uh, and also on our YouTube channel. So do search for us on YouTube as well, The Hedgehog Zone. Coming soon. So let's get started, everyone, with our uh, first segment with Sonic's 10th and 20th anniversary what were some of those announcements? And uh, I'm also interested in knowing what kind of memories uh, you all here have around those announcements. Uh, it could be, uh, you know, one of the games there. Maybe you have a memory of uh, when you first played that game or maybe you've pre-ordered that game and you have an interesting story there to tell us. And then the other part of that segment is going to be what we hope to see this year with the 30th anniversary. What are some of the things that we're looking forward to, whether it be the games, the comics, merchandise, you name it, but wanted to ask you all, as far as the 10th anniversary went, what were you guys doing around that time? And what are some of your memories around when Sonic Adventure 2 was announced and just in general, the celebrations of the 10th anniversary? Let's start first with you, Axe. So for me, um, uh, I found out about the 10th anniversary actually because my mom brought home a, a trial version of Sonic Adventure 2. I played that, played through the stage. Um, they had like a trailer. I had seen a trailer for Sonic Adventure 2 before, so I knew of Sonic Adventure 2, and I knew of the other characters and the weird style uh, of greediness at the time. But I, I think it was in the trailer in the trial where they showed more of the characters themselves and made it like a movie trailer. And then they it showed that it was like the 10th anniversary game. I guess I had known it had been 10 years subconsciously, but I was a kid, so I didn't really think about it until after I saw that 10th anniversary emblem. And I was like, oh, this is really cool that it's been 10 years. This is a big deal. That That's really the only thing I knew about the 10th anniversary was Sonic Adventure 2. Because back then, I was too young and the internet was too young. But the, even then, it was a big deal for me because Sonic Adventure 2... To me, anyways, it's kind of like like the peak of the series. I know by now a lot of people are going to like severely disagree. Some people think that the game is trash, whatever. It was the most epic that the that the storyline had gotten thus far. And then following Sonic Adventure 2 was just Sonic Heroes. Oh! 
which I, I like Sonic Heroes, but I'm just saying in comparison, I feel like Sonic Adventure 2 was like the peak. And ever since then, they have, they've just been trying to climb back up. That's the only memories I have for the 10th anniversary. But for the 20th, I think my memories are more vivid because it was it's more modern. It's more recent. Uh, it doesn't even feel like it was that long ago to me, actually. I remember people talking about there being a game where it was going to be like a compilation of like stuff from past games together, but like completely brand new. And honestly, I thought that sounded really exciting because think of th- think back from before you knew generations. If you remember from the last concept of remaking Sonic the Hedgehog 2 as a brand new game, uh, a modern game. And I said that for me, I would actually have preferred if it was like all the classic games combined together as a single modern game. Uh, for me, that's kind of what Sonic Generations was, but like for the series, or at least that's how it sounded, uh, where it was like, okay, it's going to be a brand new game remaking all of the old games. And honestly, aside from the lack of story, I think that the rest of the game didn't disappoint. Even though I prefer the adventure gameplay, the boost gameplay in Generations, to me, was like the peak of the boost gameplay. Because like what unleash feels faster, but I think stage design wise, it was better in generations. And uh, I just remember speculating a lot about the game and what would happen after this game with one of my friends because it felt like it would change the series. But um, you know, unfortunately, it didn't. It didn't change the series too much in, in the ways that we were hoping. The only thing I wish is that we could have seen all three Sonics: uh, classic, adventure, and modern. That being said, I, I guess I'll just end it here. Uh, I could pass it on to Paul. Shoot him our way. Uh, yes. Uh, so I'm very excited about this year being the 30th coming up in a couple of months. Uh, so whew, going back to the 10th and 20th. So 2001, I was I was in middle school at the time. Uh, still pretty much a big gamer. Uh my brother and I, uh, we used to play all the Sonic games a lot, of course, on the Dreamcast. And we would have like a little competition to see who could beat the game faster. But I would always one up him the next time and he'll try to you know, get ahead of me. So just fun times. Um, and I remember um, when Sonic Adventure 2 uh, first came out, like when they started, like when I first saw the commercials, um, I remember seeing the, the hamster commercials. The hamster commercials. Or, or actually, why did I say hamster? I meant hedgehog commercials where you had the good hedgehog. I believe he was feeding him. And, and then you had the evil hedgehog just came and ruined the place. And I was like, wait a second, what is this all about? And then they said, oh, there's an evil Sonic. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. How can you say evil? Like, how does Sonic and evil, like that doesn't mix. But then when you looked at Shadow, which was his name, you know, when you looked at Shadow, you're like, oh, so I was like, OK, I like this because I honestly thought that he was a clone. Um, and so they kind of did work together hand in hand. But Shadow was his own was his own creation created, you know, for a different purpose. You know, wasn't meant to be a rival, but they became rivals, of course. And I remember playing the game and I said, man, this is really cool. Where you have you have a good guy, you have the good hedgehog versus the bad hedgehog. And so kudos to uh, Sonic team, because I've always felt that Sonic needed a different villain other than Eggman. Of course, we already know what he's about, but introducing Shadow was very unpredictable. Um, The design was great. The voice acting was great. Ultimate victory. And yeah, I I remember playing Sonic 2 Battle and I was the first to beat it. I, I was the first to beat it for me and my brother. And I remember playing the final boss 
And I said, wait a second here. You know, so we got this big old bio lizard thing and he was supposed to be the ultimate life form. Shadow was like, wait a minute. I thought I'm the, I was the ultimate life form. You know what I'm saying? So he was created to be the ultimate life form, the rival of Sonic the Hedgehog. And that's one thing that I will say. I, I will say this. I kind of wish that Shadow stayed a villain. Of course, Shadow, he did become a good guy because he was meant to be a good guy, but I wanted him to be more of a villain, you know, and down the road. I'm not interested. So those are my memories from the 10th anniversary. Um, I didn't play Sonic Advance very much, and I didn't, because I didn't like it. I don't think Sonic on the advance, it didn't really fit well for me. Maybe you guys have better memories on that than I do. My memories from the 20th, um, I really enjoyed when they dropped the Sonic Generations trailer. It really looked like Green Hill. And then you had classic Sonic come up and run along with him. I was like, ah, okay. So are they going to be in the same game together? I was like, oh, this is cool. So I, I remember playing Sonic Generations and I was slightly disappointed only because, of course, they introduced other the old levels, but I didn't think that they were going to take fresher levels. Like, for example, um, Emerald Coast from Sonic Adventure 1. Even though it's old, I was like, that's kind of a newer game. I, I was hoping that they would just introduce like levels from just Sonic's 1 and 2. You know, I thought it was just going to be those two, but then they introduced Emerald Coast and a couple of other ones. I was like, eh, I, I like it, but I was thinking if you're going to have both uh, classic and new Sonic together, you know, introduce the old Sonic games that have the classics kind of be like, hey, this is how it's done. I, I was okay with them showing newer stages in that, Paul, because it's called Sonic Generations, not Sonic Generation. I'm with you on that. I wasn't mad at them for doing it, but. For, for me, if you're going to mix a little old with the new, I was expecting more old and less new. They they did three stages per era. So I think that w- what they did was they just went through the timeline of the series. And, and that I agree. Way, yeah, that yeah. way, right. both versions of Sonic can go through the entire timeline. The only thing that I would have... Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not mad at them for doing it the way that they did. But for me, as a seasoned guy, you know, I, I, I want... You know, I, I guess it's just me being a seasoned guy where I've seen it all. It's like, OK, if you're going to do this, you know, have more of the older Sonic levels. Like I haven't I'm not sure if did they make a lava like an updated lava reef? No. See, here's the thing. OK, that's what I'm talking about. You, you understand? Here's I could compromise a little bit because for me, like also as a seasoned Sonic fan, I would say that like they should have done more stages per era. Right. And that means that there still would have been more new stages, but you would have had more old stages too, and maybe to fill your uh, your thirst for uh, remaking stages you haven't seen in a long time. But yeah, um, and I'm excited to see what's going to happen for the 30th. Um, we'll dive into that a little bit later. So, Sir Peter, I'm going to pass it along to you, my good friend. What are your memories from Sonic's 10th and 20th? Okay, going back by the 10th anniversary, I was only eight years old. Uh, wow, it's kind of difficult. So I had to write a couple of stuff down to remember what, what was happening. I remember the trailer for Sonic Adventure 2 came on the TV and they, they used a real hedgehog and there was like an animator saying like, you're supposed to run really fast. And I'm like, I think I know what is going to happen now. And then the whole videos with Shadow and the story came along and I was fascinated. But this time I was already obsessed with Adventure 1, probably past it like 
seven times already. So I needed more, and this was sadly what I had to. Uh, I got the opportunity to get the GameCube, and it, this is actually the first Sonic that I completed. I got the 180 emblems. I When I got to Green Hill in 3D, it blew my mind. I like, wow, this is not happening. Quick note, I wish I could play Green Hill as Shadow. It kind of, I, I kind of became obsessive with Shadow by that time because even though it was portrayed as a villain, I always saw it kind of an anti-hero. And if we go along with the story how he has grown, he's the perfect anti-hero. He's going to do as good as Sonic, but he doesn't mind if there's some destruction in the middle. If we go to the 20th anniversary, mm, let's see, Sonic Generations. Uh, I liked the game. I really liked it. I think I wasn't the point to get like 100% again. I don't think I got it. But this was the time that I started to collecting the actual figures. Like, okay, this is happening. Because again, there, there was a, a trailer on the TV that there was a new collection of Sonic action figures and plushies and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm going to become a collector now. And I believe on the 20s also Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games. This is a family game. I mean, and I use it with a family parties. It was like the only chance to get my dad to play a video game. We get a big TV, the Wii in there. Everyone's having a good, good time. If you come and get all these memories back, well, I'm just hoping for the 30th anniversary to be even better. I don't have that much, guys. So I'm going to pass it now to Chelise. <clears throat> okay. So when it comes to me and it's um, 5th anniversary, I'm going to take y'all back of time a little bit, give you a little story time on it. My 10th anniversary, it was back in 2001. I was 14 years old, and I was getting over the loss of my Dreamcast. It was before I lost my Dreamcast and I couldn't play the original Sonic Adventure 2. Broken hearted and sad. But I was also a little angsty teenager too. That was the one that hated going to the mall because I couldn't go to a certain store in the mall. GameStop, I couldn't go in it. But this was one day my dad took us. And guess what my dad did? He stopped me in front of a GameStop store and let me loose in it. Yes, he did. He let me loose inside a GameStop store where I went, picked up a GameCube system and several Sonic games that I thought they had available at the time, which was one was Sonic Adventure DX. I didn't find Sonic Adventure 2 Battle at first, but it came to me eventually when I finally did find the copy and was able to play it. Anyway, long story short, when I turned 19, 2015, I got to go to my first Sonic Boom convention and it was amazing. Meeting everybody that was a Sonic fan, I was like, I thought the fan base was just scarce, so local. But then going to this convention, I was like, wow, there was just so many people that love the blue blur like this, that love the blue blur like I do. It was just craziness. Crush 40 performed. Oof. But uh, anyway, so going down, going down the years into the 20s. <laughs> Now, I enjoyed Sonic Generations. Sonic Generations was extremely, extremely, extremely well done. 
because I feel like I went like he had to go back in time. I went back in time too because I was like, wow, I remember, I remember it. Emerald Coast, all of this. I'm just, I'm just. Here goes Sonic Heroes in my face. Here goes Sonic Hedgehog One, Sonic Hedgehog Two, Sonic Hedgehog Three in my face. Here go Battling Silver in my face in Sonic 06. Here go Battling Metal Sonic. It was just, ooh. I was like, okay, y'all did great for Sonic Generations. Can y'all do a Sonic Generations 2, please? But then, uh, let's see. What else did they have? Mario Sonic Live game? That was a game. That was a family game that I played that I bought on my Wii. And I played it with my family. And they hated me playing that game because they always said I was cheating. <laughs> How can you cheat in a game that's extremely athletic as this? Well, you actually have to do the work. And then let's uh, see what else we have. Sonic CD. Didn't they own it? Didn't that come out? Um, that collection. This was Sonic City came out, I think. The, the, this was actually on, on Xbox Live during the twenties. Oh, I think it came out even after Sonic Two. Technically, right? did it come first? Or I'm trying to remember. That was after I, I, Sonic Two, I think. A little bit after. It was either a little yeah. bit before, or a little bit after, but because uh, they were in production around the same time. But it got ported to Gems Collection, and then it got ported to um, Xbox 360. Like like. The phones and stuff too i think but um it was in 2011 when uh christian whitehead actually did um a t- like a kind of like a his own revamped version of the game when he did a lot of people considered it the new definitive version of the game because you could play as tails you could change the graphics to vectors instead of pixels just all around the physics and stuff were better so it's the definitive version of the game now, and this kind of is what got Christian Whitehead in the um, in the public eye as a Sonic game developer, and not just like a fan game developer. And he went on to do like Sonic One and Two for the iOS, and uh, and then eventually worked on Sonic Mania. Yeah, the, the some, amazing some random trivia for you. Yeah, um, and Sonic Mania. <laughs> also, just real quick, I was gonna say that um. You guys keep mentioning Emerald Coast. I'm assuming, are you talking about the 3DS version of Generations? Because I know Emerald Coast is not in the uh, the HD version, but it's in the 3DS version. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, Shalise, anything else you want to add to your, your 20th anniversary memories? No, but I'm just going to go ahead and say for my 30th, what I hope to have for the 30th anniversary memories, I want to see... If they're going to go ahead and remake, like they said, they're going to do a remake Sonic Adventures 1 and 2 so that the newer generation that's getting into Sonic the Hedgehog can get a feel for what we got a feel for back when we were young and then then drop what could be Sonic Adventure 3 on us. But what I'm also hoping for is another collection game because it is overdue and it's time for another collection game because the collection has expanded beyond what Mega Collection and Gem Collection has given us. Come on, y'all. It's time for another one. Give us another collection game. Might be hard to jam games into one disc, but they can try. But that's what I'm looking for for the 30th anniversary. Oh, yeah. That, that would be really nice if they actually did that because it, there are more games that should be added to that collection. And there's a, there's a lot of good ones that you know came out within the last uh, 10 years, definitely. So... On my uh, memories too, so if I go back to the 10th anniversary, I have to say it really sad that I actually never really watched the announcement of that Sonic uh, Adventure 2. It, it, it's one of those things where 
my situation was for one i didn't have a dreamcast uh never did uh, you know I, i i played it at a friend's house but that's as far as it got um and then following years when i got a gamecube so that year i was systemless i guess i didn't really have a system that i could actually play a sonic game in and so that was my situation but the following year as I, i've probably mentioned it here before i got a gamecube as a present and the first game that my parents bought for me was a sonic adventure 2 battle not because i asked for it but because it, it's the game that they <laughs> they just picked out for me it was all that that was really cool that it kind of worked out that way but gotta say i mean it I, i've said it here before it it is that one game that really got me back into the sonic universe and and just got me really uh becoming a fan of the series and wanting to play more of the games and whatnot and you know it, it, i'm really glad that the 10th anniversary brought us a uh, adventure to battle and that it wasn't just on the dreamcast but you know they were open to finally having a sonic game on a nintendo console and then the 20th anniversary came around i mean when i found out about sonic generations i was so stoked i was so looking forward to that game to come out and seeing that trailer where you saw classic Sonic join modern Sonic. I mean, we knew it was going to be something epic since we saw, you know, a, a classic Sonic come about and a, a newly redesigned uh, Green Hill Zone in the background. It was really cool. And as we all know, it turned out to be as cool as the trailer was. And I'll keep on saying it. It's my number one Sonic game. I, I don't know if any other game will ever top that even if they do do a sonic regenerations of some sort because this one had you know the very first level it had other levels that were iconic from the classic era that i really enjoyed uh doing the different boss battles being able to also play of course classic sonic and then also all the little mini games that they through around all the levels the ability to also play as other characters i thought was a interesting um little way to being able to actually play with other characters and you know as we know our uh, co-host who's not here today Houston i'm sure he loved the little mini games where you could play as knuckles and do your little uh, treasure hunting and and all that and so i thought it was great to have that ability to be able to explore that and and to be able to go back into memory lane with some of the different little easter eggs right that they threw in uh, if they would have changed something for us to be able to see more classic levels i think it would have been a good idea on their part though because i could have seen them doing a sonic generations 1 that is mainly focused just on classic levels and then a sonic generations 2 where they can actually uh, you know figure it out i don't know how they would do it but somehow have the story continue but now uh Modern Sonic is bringing Classic Sonic over to, you know, his modern era and I think both would have been really successful games so, you know, just saying if they want to redo something or they want to actually give us a game with just the classic levels then that that would definitely be uh amazing. So, yeah, 20th anniversary was really great and I think it it was a really a uh, great game that they uh, announced for us being that it was a 20th anniversary. I think it made sense that you would want to go back to memory lane, bring back the classic levels, bring back classic Sonic and it it was a really great present for for all of us fans and I hope with the 30th that we you know we we continue to see classic Sonic 
which uh, I feel like there's a 99.9% chance we're going to see classic Sonic back on a game as well. And then the other game, of course, that came out that year, uh, Mario and Sonic at the London uh, Olympic Games. I mean, I had played the Beijing one. It was all right. I'm not going to say it was like something amazing, but I'm with some of you here that if you're playing a a family game, I think it's kind of cool because you're able to get other family members who might not be gamers to actually uh, play along. But at the same time, I do get kind of annoyed when it's Mario against Sonic. And if it's, you know, like a, a one of those uh, a track levels, it's like, come on, Mario cannot actually beat Sonic running. Like, we all know that. You can't. Come on. <laughs> Eggman, we hardly ever even see Eggman if he's not in his uh, um, robo-mobile, I guess, if you want to call it that way. Well, a lot of things. the pers- best. Ahem. The best you can get Ahem. Eggman to beat Sonic running. <laughs> Excuse me, I believe it's called the Eggmobile. <laughs> All right, the Eggmobile. There you go. Took uh, long enough to pop up Sonic. Oh, yeah. that was Sonic. Okay, it, it sounded that, like that, Sonic. No, that, that was my uh, that was my like so, um, obnoxious Sonic nerd voice. <laughs> but you know all, all that really reminded me of like sonic r right where they also defied logic with that game and so you know it's things like that that i'm like i don't know i i mean i understand they, they have everyone is going to have a fair chance because it's an olympic game so it's like of course the best of the best would be there but uh, i'm with you i think you said it paul right like those two characters they're kind of in their own universe you, you can't even make the argument that mario would even have a chance if they actually fought right and I'm just like, yeah, that, that was. Yeah, I do not want to, going forward, I do not want to see Mario and Sonic in the same game at all. Now, I mean, if they, it's like, they may do a crossover. I mean, that's probably one of the things that going forward, because this day and age is all about twists and turns. Like, oh, what if this happened? What if that happened? What if we, what if Sonic was in his own universe and then Mario showed up? You know what I'm saying? But of course, what I would hope would happen is Sonic would send him to Minecraft world with his punches, let the meme stream begin. Uh, that, that that was hilarious when, when I saw that. So, um, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Luis. Um, I just, I just hope that, you know, cause they, they, they don't, they don't compare like they're, they're their own, you know, set of characters with their own plot stories. And, and, and here's the thing. Even with Sonic the Hedgehog, when you compare it to Mario, at least Amy don't get kidnapped. It's because because right. with every single Mario, every single Mario game, Bowser always takes Peach, and Mario has to go on a journey to save her. You know what I'm saying? Whereas with Sonic the Hedgehog, Amy's always hanging around. I mean, she may get kidnapped every so often, but it's not like every single game. Like, come on, Peach. You know what I'm saying? Have Mario live with you in the castle. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> i know right i feel like that's the only way that that won't happen and it's it's a really boring storyline right it's always that well, there's always uh super paper mario <laughs> i never played that so oh I yeah i never got inside it's it very, just, you know. so some of their games have like a very a more complicated story it's very strange when it comes out of nowhere but this isn't about mario this isn't the plumber zone this is the hedgehog zone zone. thank you for the reminder sir sonic um so uh i guess i'll just keep talking here uh so what do i hope for the 30th um so i'm gonna get i'm gonna take you guys back to the very first episode and where we did our top sonic games 
And in my top five, a little something called Sonic Riders, which was a very good game for me to play. Um, it was different because you had Sonic not running, but on wave boards. And I enjoyed how they did all the different tricks and the different kinds of boards and skates and bikes that you could use. Um, I really hope that um, for the 30th going forward, um, as Shalice alluded to, was that they have like a collection of games, like how Super Mario and Nintendo, they did like an All-Stars. I hope that they would do that as well, except they'll probably do like, they'll probably one up Mario and do like four or five. And in the first episode, I said, I really hope that they remake Sonic Riders. Like have, have an All-Stars and have Sonic Riders as one of the games. Um, and I am with you, Shalice. Um, I would like to see... Sonic Adventures 1 and 2 kind of remastered and rebooted. And as I said before in an, in an earlier episode, I'm not sure that I want a Sonic Adventure 3. Only because the first two were so good and it's been so long. Like, you, like I wouldn't know. I, I, I can't think of a Sonic Adventure 3 plot. And also what I would love to see is one of the secondary characters get their own game like Silver or Rouge or maybe even Amy. Uh, but yeah, so definitely do an All-Stars collection, maybe remix another game, and then also get one of the secondary characters, like their own actual game. That's what I got for hoping with, for what I can see for the 30th. Um, Sir X, what do you think is going to happen for the 30th? Um. Well, I don't know what I think is going to happen for the 30th. I know what I... Well, I, I don't have much of an answer for this, honestly. I don't like. Okay, personally, I do want to play a Sonic Adventure three. I'm the kind of person who does definitely want a Sonic Adventure three, but not the kind of person where every announcement I'm just like, it's definitely going to be Sonic Adventure three this time. I know it. You know, I don't. I don't mention it every chance that I get, uh, especially since I know it annoys people. I think uh, like like like. If there is a Sonic Adventure 3, a lot of people have the concern also, aside from the fact that some people don't like the Adventure series, you know, because those people are outnumbered, a lot of people love the Adventure series, that a Sonic Adventure 3 might be disappointing automatically because of the high standards for it. And that's possible, but that's not a guarantee. And whether or not they do it right or do it wrong is also not a guarantee. It's that's the same regardless of what game that we're talking about here. And so I think that uh, personally, Sonic Adventure 3, if they're ever going to make it, they're going to have to take a chance regardless of what the reputation is already. That even if I can't think of a plot, you know, somebody can. And, you know, like like hypothetically, let's say like they did a Sonic Adventure 3 and they f- just coincidentally, this is the game they happened to get Ian Flynn to write. You know, I think he could do it. So there's a lot of ways that they could do it right. A lot of ways they could do it wrong. They just need uh, the the things that make it an adventure game, which might be difficult because what makes an adventure game is different for every person. To me, Sonic 06 doesn't feel like an adventure game at all. It just has a totally different like tone to it, a totally different style. And I because I feel like the adventure series is very uh, modern and uh, it explores around the world, whereas in Sonic 06, it felt like they explored different environments, but those environments were all around Soliana. Kind of like how Angel Island has multiple different types of environments as well. I think that um, honestly, if they didn't do Sonic Adventure 3, I would not be upset. 
I just, I would like to play it. And as an alternative to that, I don't really know what I would want. Uh, I just, I would want something, just something to be unexpected. I just want them to do something that I don't, I, I can't come up with on my own, maybe. Like, just do some kind of, like, when I, when I was coming up with the, um, if you listen to the previous episode, me, Luis, Shalice, and uh, Houston, I had a segment where we all had, a, like, a competition coming up with trippy but cool ideas. And the whole point of that was because I want to hear ideas that you just would never see coming that are cool. So, like, because I imagine that's what it is, like, in the in the pitch meeting kind of room, is they all have to just toss out random ideas and then say, can we make this work, you know? And if we can, let's go with that. It would be very cool. Like, hypothetically, let's say they did do a game and then you found out that uh, that the emeralds were entities of some kind before that got turned into stones and that there are other master emeralds in other parts of the galaxy and the sun or something like that, or that, like, you know, and Sonic meets supersonic in some other kind of realm and he masters the super form. All these crazy things is not something you would expect in the Sonic games right now. And if they did it and they executed it properly, that would be a crazy game where it's like, wow, they actually finally did a story that gets deep into the Sonic lore. Unlike, let's say, Sonic Lost World. You know? So I'm just saying something like that. I think the big thing for me is I want to see at least Tails and Knuckles to be playable. Maybe introduce a new character again. And nowadays we only play a Sonic mainly. So I'm like, well, the other friends, they don't have to take the spotlight away from Sonic to be there. You know, they're cool designs. They have cool personalities. They have cool different styles of gameplay that can also be fun. It's like, let's branch out a little bit. Even with Sonic Adventure 2, there are people who say that, oh, you only remember liking one third of the game. Like that, that is not true. I liked playing all three uh, gameplays in that game. I liked the Chow Garden. I liked the Chow Races. I liked the whole game. And I'm sure there's a lot of other people who are like that as well. Like you don't have to just ride the bandwagon of what people are saying. You can have your own memories and your own feelings. But yeah, that's all I got for like the thirtieth uh, standards. And I just want them to do something great, something new, and uh, stop following whatever pattern they're going on right now. Um, hey, Peter. Hey. What do you think? Well, I do have a lot of hopes for the thirty anniversary uh, because everybody's mentioning Sonic O Six. I'm gonna extend a little bit further on that. I believe they should remaster that game. For the 30th anniversary i believe they didn't have the time to actually make the amazing game that it could be you know we were expecting the super fast sonic we didn't get it we were expecting uh silver you know to have all these amazing gameplay or you know the the game was kind of broken and this is not because it was a bad game per se but because the xbox 360 was too new at the time and they were rushing to make it just out on the market to be one of the first game of the console so yeah that will be one of the biggest hope that i have that they get osits remaster and the way that they should have done it at the time and probably that could be adventure 3 you know or kind of mixture it with sonic heroes because i believe that if you take Sonic Heroes and Sonic O'Seeds and mixed it together in a logical way, 
you could get Adventure 3. Other hopes, or probably a new game altogether, that it would focus on all the hack chucks. I, I mean, we ha we only played with Amy a couple times. We don't really know her full potential, and I think that would be interesting to see. Uh, I wanted more, and I really want more this time for the 30. Well, we got a new movie coming over, so let's hope, and I really hope that the movie is great and this continue to be a, an amazing saga, and we probably get four or five sits different movies and we can get all the universe all together imagine seeing all our friends and characters in the whole world saving at the same time maybe even chaos comes in a movie in some point but yeah those are my hopes for the 30th anniversary guys peter as, as you're talking about uh amy there and whatnot i'm thinking it'd be kind of interesting to, to see a, a game where amy is the main character Maybe we get a storyline for her or like an origin story of some sort, or maybe her being the one that saved Sonic have something like that. Right. Like that could really change things on. With, Thank uh, you. Sonic. Thank you that you mentioned that. Actually, I was listening to the last episode when you were pitching all these ideas. And I think it would be amazing for a Sonic game where everybody has to say Sonic this time. I just wanted to be logical and that the majority of the fans are happy about it, but they should yeah. say Sonic this time. Hmm. Yeah, that, that would be... Let's um, continue. I have something to show you real quick. You're supposed to catch me! Oh, sorry! We've got a plane to catch! <laughs> Is that how it would go down, guys? I hope not. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, wait a Amy jumped up to get to Sonic to try to rescue him, right? Uh -huh. She misses him, dives into the water, and Amy's like, you're supposed to catch me. And I'm like, wait a minute. How can he catch you when he's tied up? Amy, come like on. Something, you know? By the way, Shelly, I don't <laughs> know. But Amy, come on. So she gets him off. I think for, for my... Uh, uh, 30th, what I would hope here is that Sonic Adventure 3 <laughs> does come out. And, and I know that some people kind of get annoyed, right? At just hearing people say, oh, Adventure 3 all the time and all that. And it's, it's been a long time, uh, probably like 15 years, right? Since we've been mentioning it. And, <laughs> and so I, I understand how it can get annoyed to some people. But I think it's long been overdue. I know it, everyone's going to have these high expectations and I think regardless of what it is, if we get it, cool, we got it too. And, and I think that's all that really matters is that it, it'll show us that, you know, Sega's listening to us as the fans. It took them a while, but they delivered something. And we go, go back to being able to play with different characters in an open world environment. I don't think it can be too bad, honestly. I mean, of course, we're still going to wait to hear the storyline and see how that progresses. But if you bring back that, here I go with the open world and whatnot, as I said in the previous episode with my idea, but I just think when you have games that have that ability for you to play as different characters, to explore different environments and whatnot, to kind of have you be in control of what you do next in the game, 
I think those are cool. Definitely want to see the Chow Garden brought back one way or another this year, whether it be uh, like its own Chow Garden game or in a game if it's Adventure 3. So I think that's the other thing with uh, it being an adventure game is that there's probably a really good likelihood that we would see Chow Garden in that too. I think those are like some of the reasons why uh, I would really like to see Adventure 3 um, come about and and to see what storyline they can um, come about and possibly integrate some of the characters that have been introduced already in previous games. I'm thinking Silver. You guys know I'm a big fan here of uh, Silver, but that, that's the main thing I asked for. I mean, we've seen some merchandise announcements uh you know before we start recording here i was showing everyone uh my new sonic the hedgehog classic sonic uh, pop figure but they also came out with the silver pop it's going to be really cool i mean i'm just looking forward to all the things that we're going to get this year but of course we're all really looking forward to to that game and if it's not adventure 3 i hope it's still something i hope we still get something this year and they don't make us wait until next year we saw sonic adventure 2 we saw Sonic Generations. I think there's some uh, high expectations that we're going to be seeing a game that could potentially be a game that we're going to be talking about in 10, 20 years. Hopefully for the good, not the bad. <laughs> um, and but, also consider yeah. the fact that in uh, in 1991 is the game that started it all. So you have 1991, 2001, 2011, and 2021. Yeah, good point. Good point. So... But uh, don't look yeah. forward to that. Uh, don't look forward to that thirty-fifth anniversary game. We already we know the pattern on that one now. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we're not even gonna. <laughs> It'll be really interesting, and I'm I'm excited for for this thirtieth. And of course, we'll let you all know once we hear of any um, release date or if, if there's anything in the works already. What is the next? Oh, the next segment is yours, Shalice. Oh, well, seems like it's time for me to shine again. We're going to have a little small competition called Best Girl Competition, where your co-hosts are going to pick out of anywhere in the Sonic lore that they want to pick from a female Sonic Hedgehog characters that they want to support. Give their opinion, and at the end, we're going to vote who gets Best Girl. So, as we as we get into this, I guess we starting with Axe, I think. Was it Axe we starting with in this one? Yeah, it's up to you guys. Yep, Axe. I, I apparently I start off a lot of things around here, <laughs> but uh, anyone else can go first if they want to. Yeah, you you can go. Yeah, you're you're good. Okay, so best Sonic female companion specifically, right? It can be either one of them. Also, just any female character. Yeah. Okay, I thought we were saying companions before, and uh, so I didn't even think about it yet. Hold on, I'm not prepared anymore. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> geez, Louise. I think that I'm just going to, I don't know. I guess I'm going to say um, Rouge the Bat. Axe, you know? Axe, dude. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You cannot. No, 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 no. Rouge is in my top five characters. You cannot steal my girl from me. I got to stop you there, dude. Rouge is my girl, homie. Okay. Mm I don't know how Rouge feels about this aggressive possessiveness. <laughs> well, she's a government spy, so she can she can cuff me any day of the week. Hello. PG-13, my friend. PG-13. <laughs> um, but, I mean, 
but but Rouge is pretty great because like I of course Rouge is great. Listen, for other reasons, I it's just because I was going to say that like Rouge is a is a deeper character than people um tend to think, which makes sense given that she's written by the same person as Shadow. But like now I mean I guess I'll let you do it, but I feel like you're just gonna mess it up, Paul. Fine, I'll just I'll I'll go with someone else. So um fine, I'll just say wave the swallow. I don't know, man. <laughs> Did I make this too hard for you? Yes, because I, I thought it was just the companions, and now you're saying any female character in the Sonic series, and and it's like they're all actually I mean, I feel like they don't get enough credit. They are all maybe that's my answer then. I think that they're all pretty great. That's including Rouge, Jax. I think you might want to change that answer. Huh? Oh, well, no. So, I don't know. Um, see, there's Sally, um, Mina, Mongoose. Okay, how about I simmer it down to just the gang characters? How about that? Okay, well, even then, it's... <laughs> even then, I- I'm going to go with the president's... No, 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 I got it. Maria. <laughs> going with Maria. Final okay. answer. Okay. The Bella. Why? Oh, because Maria is like the most wholesome, even more than cream. And uh, Maria, I mean, she was she was just adorable, wasn't she? And then she got shot. Maria! She got capped. That's wrong. It's messed up. I feel as mad as Shadow. Like, I, I understand. And honestly, I think it would be really cool if they ever did a plot line that like revolved around Maria again, but like not necessarily just that situation. Like they could do a thing where like um I know they never would, but imagine if they went back into like the lore of like imaginary world, uh without it actually being Sonic Shuffle again, but like just saying like imaginary world exists and they use it as like a plot element. They could uh do this thing where like in imaginary world like Shadow meets like Maria or whatever, but it's like no, it's not really Maria because this is imaginary world, it's like in your dreams. And but they could also do a thing where like I mean if, if Sonic 06 has taught us anything and Sonic CD and Sonic Generations, that's, uh, you know, Shadow could go back in time and see Maria again. Um, they could even do a thing where in an alternate timeline, Maria is still alive. And so that way it's like we can see Maria again in a new story, but without it having to be a permanent thing for the storyline. But Maria herself is a very interesting character because of how how like a uh, wholesome she was despite the situation she was in. And then the fact that she still sacrificed her life for shadow, someone who was just created shadow really doesn't need to exist. He didn't exist prior to that. And Maria sacrificed her life for him because she believed in him and the impact he would have on the world. So yeah, I'll go with Maria. Paul. Who's your pick, Paul? I wonder. Yeah, you wonder. <laughs> and I wonder but, why. Is it because of the physics? Not, <laughs> not only because of the physics, Sir X. Because we all know that Rouge is quite a fine character. <laughs> I mean, let, let's just be real. Let, let, let's keep it real here, guys. Pause all for just a second. Characters, huh? It, pause for just a second. Is it, or is it okay? Okay to mention the you having coronavirus in the uh, episode, or would you rather keep that out? Uh, I don't mind. Okay, because okay, <laughs> I know where I know where you going with this. I know exactly. <laughs> where you, 
<laughs> I think we all know. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I'll just leave it at that. Case in point, when I had to stop you from talking about my baby, my girl rules, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. well, we'll, we'll see about that, Paul. But anyway, so Sir Axe, thank you for your favorite female diatribe there. It was quite entertaining. So it's, it is great for the women to get all the shine. So with that said, of course, I have to talk about the top female. And let me just make this a little clear. Um, I did say Rouge was one of my top five characters in a previous episode. Um, and that was with all consideration, considering all considering looks and character attributes and everything like that. Rouge shines above all of them for me. Because when you look at her story, she works for the government, which A, suggests that she's very intelligent. Of course, she's a bat, so naturally she is nocturnal, so you only see her like dark plus. Of course, you see her during the days in some areas, but um, so she's very smart, very witty, very intelligent. Um, she has a great sense of style, and she works well with her feet. You know, she's, she's very quick on her feet, um, uh, and yeah, um, Physically, of course, you know, she is very attractive. Um, I love her eyes the most. Uh, she has a, um, of, of all of all the female characters I've seen in Sign to Hedgehog, she has a very deep and powerful gaze. She has a very stunning gaze, in my opinion. Um, Axe, you say she's deeper because she was written by the same person as that, that did Shadow, but and, but in all honesty, she's not as deep as you, a lot of people may think. Now, if, if lo and behold, some time passes and Rouge gets our own game and we have more of an origin story, then we could delve into that past. But we don't really know too much about her. Well, Other than she works for the government and she's somewhat of a double agent because in Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, she is on the dark side, but she works for the good guys. You know, I what, you know what I mean? I think your perspective of that is actually the more popular one, which is why I said that. I think that she is a deeper character than most people think because not in terms of like her story, but in terms of like her as a character, because she comes off, she has like this, uh, this front that she has, like the way that she looks at everything, the way that she talks is kind of like a cover up. Uh, it's kind of like black widow. I guess I would make the comparison to where she has a certain like persona that she plays, but it's not like how she's actually thinking or feeling on the inside. The only mm-hmm. thing I think that is genuine is her, her love for like the, for jewelry. And that is probably like her biggest flaw and weakness is that uh, like, you know, her, her moral gray area is that she's selfish. She's a jewel thief and hunter. And, um, but aside from that, like she, she is a double agent. She plays for the, the bad guys and the good guys. But ultimately, I think that she'll always side with the good guys, uh, no matter like what is happening. And she'll, she'll get all the information about Project Shadow and about um, the, the prototype of the ultimate life form. But then she also still shows genuine concern regarding the situation. Even though she figured out the truth about Shadow, like eventually she starts talking to him like she's just like, hey, like, you know, these might not actually be your memories, you know. Like, she's having a genuine conversation with him. And despite that, she still ends up uh, caring about him as a comrade. By the time, like, she, when she finds him in Heroes, she's just like, this dude doesn't have his memories. Like, 
we should like work together and like accomplish all of our goals together. She could just go off on her own and be like, I'm going to go search for the treasure. But she's like, we should be a team. And even by Sonic 06, where Team Dark is written by the same person who write, wrote uh, Team Dark and Sonic Heroes and and uh, and wrote for like Sonic Adventure 2, um, you can tell that their story is like one of the better stories in 06. And they have like this camaraderie where like even Omega and Shadow didn't like each other at first. By this point, they have like this uh, almost like a sibling love for each other where like, yeah, that if she says, even if the world uh, like turns against him, that she's going to be by his side. And and it's not just with Shadow and Omega, but it's like with other characters too. Like she'll show at some point, like even if it's on her own, that it's like, hey, like this thing's going to happen to Sonic or it's going to happen to no or to the world or whatever and she's like she gets she her attitude changes where she's like i'm gonna talk natural now and like this is how i actually feel about it and it's like i think that rouge is a very caring character who pretends like she doesn't care about anything so that's what i meant by her being a deeper character than people think yeah she does wear dark colors so naturally you would assume that she is a um she does have um that um cares about herself and like you said she is a thief so but she is a thief by trade so you're right uh, and uh, I, i'm sorry guys is it is it okay that if it's if it's like two of us voting for rouge then <laughs> Shilly. oh okay Shilly, since this is your segment you should decide well i want to give everybody a chance to put out their female choices so we just up and make a decision who would win best female <laughs> there's no need but okay Okay. Hey, Peter, take it away, man. I'm, I don't want me and X to hog up the segment. So, Peter, please chime in. Well, I'm actually battling with myself because I'm trying to choose between Blaze the Cat, but I'm trying to go for a little bit of controversy here. So, I think I'm going to choose Elise. Just because she revived Sonic. Everybody hated that, and I know Hold she's on. not a. Re- <laughs> like, yeah, I was gonna say controversy. I get it. A lot of people don't like Elise, but personally, I don't mind Elise. So you know, might not go as bad as you think. Then he said, "Oh, just because she revived Sonic," and I'm like, "Okay, you know that's the main thing that's controversial about her, right?" <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's why I'm choosing, and I'm saying it sadly that just because that when I see Blazer Cat. Uh, reviving Sonic, or when I see Amy reviving Sonic, I'll choose them for the moment. Elise, <laughs> what do you think, Louis? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I think the, that's a it's an interesting character. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's Sonic 06 too, you know, so of course, <laughs> you know how that goes with uh, everything, but hopefully, they do a, a remake of it as, as you mentioned. So, I love how everybody's always, yeah, but that's Sonic 06. So, <laughs> and, and of course, that last scene too, right? I think a lot of people had that moment where they're like, uh, okay, all right, this is, <laughs> this is, this wasn't, I mean, I guess it was to be expected, right? When you first started playing the game, you kind of thought, well, the, here is a princess, like a Disney princess of some sort that, you know, it's going to happen at the end. The kiss happened and uh, it was I'll really weird. Scene. If, I did. I didn't think they would go that far. If Paul can like Rouge, Elise can like Sonic. It's fine. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a valid yeah. point. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Louis, did you tell me your favorite female character? 
or yeah. not yet? Yeah. So, so I'm. <laughs> people are gonna <laughs> think that that I'm like a, a very like simple with my selection too. But I'm gonna go with Amy Rose. Uh, I know, I know. Everyone's gonna be like, wait really like all that but like i said before i think there's more to her character that is i think maybe often disregarded because a lot of people just think well she's just this like a stalker yeah essentially like a stalker yeah (laughs) and i think there's more to her character i mean people just don't know too much about her that that's why people often like just maybe might disregard her might be like yeah yeah like she's not really like a main character i think she should be given her own game I think she has a lot of potential that they could uh, go with. They could do an origin story maybe there as well. Uh, I do know from fact that she was actually created because Sonic had some elements that people could tie back to Mickey Mouse and all that. And some of you probably heard that. But people wanted Sonic to essentially have his own mini of some sort, right? Like the girl version too. And that's how Amy came about. But, you know, she... No matter how many times almost Sonic tries to push her away, she still loves him. She's still there. She's still there to like uh, rescue him at, at times. So we we were watching the Sonic X episode there earlier, but think back to Sonic Adventure Two, right? Like she goes back and rescues Sonic from the prison there, even though he just kind of just goes does his own thing, leaves her there. Which you know, a little bit of a douche move from Sonic. Let's be honest. Is a great character. It's it's cool to have a hedgehog girl version of Sonic too, and so I'm also a fan of Shadow, and so I think anytime there's a hedgehog character introduced, it's really cool. Something about it being the same species as Sonic is just a different element to it, and and being that she is in a part way, you know, the girl version of Sonic, being that she was the uh, one of the first uh, girl hedgehogs that we ever met is is really cool, and and I think it'd be cool to have again. Um, more of a storyline for her um, there. And and X might help give us more information here in this segment about that. If maybe there is one and maybe I might not be familiar with, but a girl hedgehog uh, of Amy Rose, uh, more of a backstory on her and, and oh, detail. I mean, maybe the comics, maybe. I don't know. Maybe well, the comics definitely probably uh, in the games. Uh, I think it depends on the region. Like, I mean, did you know that Amy was a magician? Um, oh. I and I feel like maybe they they hint at that once in a while. Maybe not. I mean, she does, she does like summon a hammer out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> apparently, in the in the <laughs> Sonic X, apparently she can, after losing uh one hammer, she can just keep summoning them over and over. They they had a gag about that where it was like, "Hi, your hammer is up <laughs> here now." And she just summoned another one in thin air. Um, <laughs> but, and um and in Sonic 6, she turns them invisible. So <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> uh, and I believe she she read like tarot cards or something when she first met Sonic. Oh. There you go. How's that? Wow. Well, that's that's interesting. Mind blowing, I think. <laughs> but you know, they could explore more of those things in a game, and you got to give her credit for that and for just always being there for Sonic, even if he tries to push her away. That's um dedication to never give up, right there. Like it's yeah, it's pretty clear. <laughs> but did she revive him though? She wasn't in, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Actually, actually, she did because she, she, uh, the world was ending and everyone was just like, we need to collect the emeralds from different corners of this world while time is frozen. And Amy's like, I'm gonna go too. Yeah, she did something. You know, there's two things I just I thought of. Uh, I remember back then people were really annoyed with 
constantly introducing hedgehog characters. It would be interesting since there's so many hedgehogs to find out like that there's actually something about like a hedgehog like uh, civilization or village or something mm. that we haven't learned about yet in a similar fashion to like the echidna tribes. Like like Sonic probably comes from like something that he doesn't know about. That'd be weird. But um but, but no. also 30th anniversary uh, game idea right there. Actually. <laughs> I guess so. I agree. Yeah, and then um and then with uh with with Amy, um nah, you know what never mind, I forgot. Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> Some something you said about Amy. I don't know what it was, whatever. Delise, <laughs> you did not expect all of this, huh? No, I didn't. All right, Shalise, we'll we'll pass it back to you and you can give us your character and we can decide who who wins the title. <laughs> okay. Well, for my character, uh, Pete, well, Peter was going to go with Blaze the Cat, but he went with the Leaf, but mine was going to be Blaze the Cat. Because I like her certain demeanor, how she's serious and everything. But when she met Sonic, she started like, maybe I shouldn't, I could be a little bit serious, but a little bit laid back too about doing things. But she still stayed the same way that she is. But what really draws me to Blaze is her sacrifice that she made. Back when Sonic 06 first came out, and this was more related to Silver than it was to Sonic, she she absorbed Iblis into her own body, and in doing so, it caused her to fade away. Right. If y'all remember that in Sonic 06. Yep, yep. I was like, man, I wanted to play with her. Come on. Why are you going to kill her off? Well, they killed her off in Sonic 06. I couldn't get to play with her. It sucked. <laughs> I don't think she died. But who I knows where she went? She just faded away. To the soul dimension. Hmm. Maybe that's where she went. Hmm. Because that's what she was going to do. She said she was going to take um, Iblis to a different dimension. I, hmm. Yeah, I just Maybe changed that's where the she whole went story. <laughs> but yeah, still, I would say Blaze the Cat would be my pick. Because I just like her. She reminds me a lot, a lot about myself. But I mean, I maybe mean, it's real serious and stuff like that. But you know, it's just stuff looking out for other people's safety. I mean, I may be serious, but you know, it's about you being safe at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. So, okay, now that we all have, I think we have four. Cho- no, we got three choices to choose from. You got Rouge the back because we got two people going for Rouge the back. We got Elise, Amy, and Blaze the Cat. Well, no. I have to say, Marie. You know what? Allow me, allow me to say something because, see, there's only a few of us here, and we're going to argue, especially me and you, Axe, we're going to argue as to who is the best because originally you picked my girl and then you had to default to somebody else, which is bravo on your part. So I do thank you for that. So, you know what? Instead of having us vote, I want you, the fans, to hashtag us on Twitter and tweet us and comment on our Facebook posts and DM us on Instagram. Who is the best female Sonic character in the universe? Of course, you should vote hashtag Rouge because Rouge is the best. So that's how I'm going to pass my vote. That sounds like something cool. It would be cool, but I also imagine that a lot of those responses are going to be like, "Mm, someone else, Shade. But it would be nice to hear what people have to say who their favorite female characters are, too. So Hashtag, why do females need to be fighting against each other? <laughs> <laughs> why are we pitting women against each other? That's what it was. Okay, why so, are we pitting women against each okay, other? Carl passed his vote off to the fans. So that's... 
I think it's actually, I think it makes more sense that way because I mean, we obviously are all voting for our, the one that we just submitted. It'll be a five way tie. You feel me? You know what? Vote for Peter at least. I want to see all the people who is in favor of the controversy. Come on, guys. You know, at least is the best. See, there you go. There, um, there you go, Peter. I sound super confident. <laughs> <laughs> And we will reveal the winner on the next episode of the Hedgehog Zone. And we already know who it is. It is Roosh. At least. If, if there's a winner. Amy, come on. Yeah, at the very Classic. least, you could tell us who your favorite is. But like out, out of the out of the five here, say who won. Um, also, I just saw uh, hashtag AxeXMaria. And I'm like, it literally just says AxeMaria because there's already X at the end. Oh, you already lost then. All right. We have four more then. What? <laughs> hey um that was perfect <laughs> okay so my the, what i chose is the best female because y'all went so in depth with her and i started thinking about sonic heroes how she has his abundantly connection with shadow when he was well finding out about the robot the little shadow robot stuff like that and i saw her the caring in her eyes and stuff like that and I was visualizing, I'm like, yeah, there's some depth to her. It's there. I'm like, uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I choose Rouge. Oh, we're still voting too? I mean, Axe told me to pick one. I said I chose Rouge. Oh. Okay. I love it. I love it. All right. Luis, Peter. I got to say, if I, if I voted, I probably would have voted Rouge too, so... I think it's it's clear that yeah she 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 would have won she she has a a a good story as far as as we know the only things we know about her. If I have to vote, I would actually vote for Amy because I'm not the kind of guy who's going to vote for myself because I know the fans are everyone is going to vote for Elise. And, but and, if I have to choose, Amy it is. And thank you for not being a follower like like Luis and Shalise over here. <laughs> Unlike unlike me, Paul, especially me, since I brought up Rouge first, being leaders over here, I'm gonna lead you into the next segment. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so this uh this segment uh sort of involves me like either telling you or showing you something. Uh, new. This is kind of an idea that I was telling you about before, anyways, but it's a shorter version of it. Um, so it's kind of like what I did just now with the Sonic X thing. I'm just going to give you something you haven't seen before, and or I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen that episode before, but it's something similar to that. So the first thing I'm going to do just to make it ease us into it is that I remember there's a piece of information that you guys didn't know about Chaos when we were talking about the uh, the Knuckles episode. And uh, just it's a very short thing, just a little trivia thing. I don't know how many of you knew this, uh, the backstory of Chaos. It's very short, very simple. Did you know that Chaos was a chow? Okay, I did. I did. What? I remember I read that at some point, but yeah. I did not know that. Chaos was a chow. It, do you know the chow have the ability to absorb features from the things that they, that they touch, such as like mm-hmm. the animals, the chaos drives and stuff? Oh. Chaos... Chaos absorbs features from the water and uh, the Chaos Emeralds. 
um in the mat no, i think it was the mass emerald or the chaos emeralds one of those and that's how he became the master the master emerald. yeah and that is how he turned into the form that he is now so he is an evolved chow and that is also hinted in the fact that every time he gets a chaos emerald his uh form changes until he becomes perfect chaos so um. sonic is literally fight fighting a a, a kaiju chow <laughs> What? Oh, interesting. Oh, I mean, I, I always figured. I, visualize yeah. it, I can see it him sense. looking like a chow. It makes sense. Yeah, well, I always figured he had some sort of relation, right? Since he, he looked like a big chow and he was always around the chow. And, yeah, so but, that brain thing is, is literally like his antenna uh, that floats over the chow's head. My, my only question, though, isn't when they're technically be able to be more chaos then? Like more, more chaos in that more. same form? They, they they could. It's just uh, it, he's basically like a, a a Marvel comic Chow. He he had a freak accident and oh, became okay. a super Chow. You know, <laughs> uh, so there are. I mean, I'm sure other Chow could like evolve in other ways. You know, you can create what's called a Chaos Chow in Sonic Adventure Two. Oh, a Chow. It's not it's not like Chaos, but like he's a Chow that has like a similar shaped head as Chaos, and then mm. has like the thing floating on top. You can create like the um, the ultimate. I think it's the ultimate chaos chow, ultimate hero chow, and ultimate uh, dark chow, where one looks like a devil with the the horns and the wings and everything, and the other one has like the the bunny ears and the halo and whatever. Do you know about that, Shalik? At least like the ultimate chow. I've actually managed to create the ultimate hero chow once by accident. Those are pretty cool. I'd like to see those in a story at some point, honestly. So in case you guys didn't know about that, yes, in Sonic Adventure 2, you can create uh, three different type of Chow that are known as like the ultimate Chow, the ultimate hero, ultimate dark, and ultimate chaos Chow. And that's pretty cool. The- I actually, thank you for saying that. It's actually, I have an ultimate chaos Chow. And it has like a, like a light, right? Like its antenna is like just a light orb. Yeah, and it was very, very difficult to create. They were same with the with the dark chow, the ultimate, ultimate dark chow. Yeah, super, it's super, super difficult. It's an in, it's antenna is like a, a ball of fire, I believe. Yeah, correct, correct. So, Paul, Luis, have you guys heard of the ultimate chow? I had no clue, honestly. I didn't even know chaos was a chow, but it does make sense. You know, when you talk about how. Um, how, how every time he absorbs a chaos emerald, his he gets a new body. Um, and when you when you look at it from that perspective, you only saw a few forms in Sonic Adventure One. Um, what I would have wanted to see is like, okay, you saw how he looked with one, and you saw how he looked with two, but then it skipped ahead to four, and then and it skipped six. six. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we saw the perfect chaos with seven. Oh yeah, because we saw- wanted to see what it will look like with three and five yeah because we saw, we saw one in like a cutscene, but we never fought it that's right um but it would be cool they should have done that in sonic forces just when like, hey chaos here's a here, chaos three and chaos five right here that would yeah, have been yeah the, the, that that would have been uh, cool too and yeah no i had actually i've seen pictures of the ultimate you know chaos trail but um you thought they were fake i i knew they were real too but i think uh uh I think I'm with a, a Peter here that saw that it was a little bit challenging to to get to one too, and I never got to <laughs> challenging. Yeah, challenging. <laughs> and so, yeah, but but I, I mean, I've seen pictures of them, and I mean, definitely the, the they look really cool. I gotta say, yeah. 
Okay, so here's the next thing. I'm sending you this, Luis. So get your screen share. So that was um, that was Seaside Denied, a very popular uh, video in the fan base right now. Um, uh, that just, was hilarious. Yes, oh. and, uh, <laughs> this is this is something uh, Shalice referenced also. Uh, the gag that Mighty is always in a bar drinking. <laughs> That's how she remembers Mighty. And um, there's also a gag in one of the shorts where where Shadows just like chaos Swiss roll and. I don't know where this other gag came from, but they decided that like Shadow would like always like transform into some magical girl reference. Um, and then, as you will see in this next one right here, called Metropolis Mayhem. And also, if you look at the credits real quick, you'll see my name in there, and it just says evidence that I was Omega. Oh, what I was impressed is that Chalice was oh. singing the lyrics. Oh yeah, yeah, she she knows this video. She knows it very well. She's not enjoying it. She was singing to it. You can <laughs> skip this, Louise. <laughs> Be honest. When the you song plays to... on my radio, I can't help but do it too. Yeah, a lot of the fans know it now. So that's why I'm like, you guys don't know it? You guys should know it. You're not a... You're, you're, you know, you haven't 100% completed the Sonic fan uh, checklist yet. So I'm helping you guys out. I didn't even realize I got to say X that uh, the, this, the ad was on here until you mentioned it. I, I did not realize. Well, okay. yeah, not a good moment to pause. Well, yeah, yeah, and you're still paused. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, let's, uh, yeah, let me mute it. So, it's an ad. Mayhem well too, you guys. It, it, it's no, yeah, an ad. Mayhem. And um, yeah, and this one, after during the credits, and, and there's like a little extra scenes and stuff like that. So, so watch all the way until the end of the video. All right. Yeah. Well, guys, looks like we've arrived here safe and sound. How much could you possibly need? Those guys over there. I don't know them at all. And I do not care. That was good. There you go. Like, wait, did, did, did it end there? Or it seemed like it was going to keep going? <laughs> no, no, that's the ending. It was like a like a teaser. Oh, okay. Which yeah, is well, a shame. Because okay. <laughs> like that because of that... Okay, so it was a teaser at the end of Metropolis Mayhem. And um, because of that, a lot of people... Uh, we're just like, well, where's where's uh where's the next one? And people are trying to guess the name of it and stuff, and they just they just never released it for some reason. But the recording is done, and um, I think the wax is still animating it. But you know, maybe someday we'll still see. Uh, I think it's called Casino Calamity, but uh, we'll see it someday, maybe. But yeah, these both of these animations, they've actually played them at a convention called Summer of Sonic. So they played it on a screen in front of an audience. And uh, I remember seeing everyone's reaction to it on the live stream of that convention. And now 
for those who have not seen those, you are now an inch closer to 100% completing your Sonic fan checklist. Thank you. Thank you nice. for that. <laughs> thanks. Thank you very much. Yeah, th- thanks, X. That was a, a good two uh, videos there. And and if you guys actually want to check them out, uh, see them for yourself, not just listen to them, uh, go ahead and visit Sonic Paradox on YouTube and subscribe to them as well. I'm going to actually probably start watching more of their content here. It looks like this last video we saw has 12 million views. So definitely <laughs> something that I'm glad you <laughs> told like, us about. Yeah. 12 million other people knew about this. I'm like, I'm just not finding out. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, um, they were, they were good. Is there anything else you guys uh, don't know that, that, uh, that everyone else knows? I guess you wouldn't know. huh? Yeah. We wouldn't know. <laughs> you know, I, I think we're going to have a new segment. Each, each episode <laughs> will be access. Uh, did you know? The it's Sonic like... <laughs> fan checklist. Yeah. I, I, I think this know. might be an ongoing one. So this is not a fact in the series. This is a theory, but it is kind of related to something that uh, one of you guys said earlier about Shadow um, being, I think it was you, um, was it was it you, Paul, or was it you, Peter, who mentioned something about Shadow um, being created? In, like, he's not actually uh, related to Sonic, but he was, he was created uh, separately, something like that. I think it was you, Paul. And... Uh, so here's the uh, the speculation that I have, and I think others have come to this conclusion as well. But for me, I my speculation um, is based on a few bits of evidence that Gerald Robotnik's research has always revolved around the echidnas. I don't know if you've noticed this, but all of his research is you know chaos life forms, um, the the temple of the Master Emerald. He had uh, Emerald, who was created by the Nocturnish tribe. He had creates chaos drives based on the chaos emeralds, you know, stuff like that. They're all inspired by the echidnas in some form. And I'm sure any other thing you come up with will probably um, be related to the echidnas, except for shadow with shadow. I believe um, that it might also be related to the echidnas in the sense that if you've ever played Sonic and knuckles, at least, or Sonic three and knuckles, when you fight knuckles, in Hidden Palace Zone, there's a mural on the wall of of uh, Eggman's giant mech for, uh, fighting over the Master Emerald against Supersonic. Mm. And it's very possible that if Gerald has ever seen this mural, he might have thought that it was him. And the the Hedgehog could be the inspiration for Shadow's design. His color scheme coming from Black Doom, but he has hover shoes so he can fly and hover his spikes go up like supersonics and then there's the emerald there. So he has some kind of connection to chaos emeralds. So I think it is possible that just like the bio lizard was created off of an image of a lizard, that shadow maybe was created off of the image of supersonic before Sonic was even born. Hmm. That is a very interesting theory. That is a very interesting theory. That would make sense actually. Yeah. And now back to your program. Here's Green Hill Paradise Act 2. Oh, yeah. I sent this video somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I believe in this, uh, he has like the ability to kind of like, if he moves fast enough, he does like it automatically boosts him. Like this, like ultra boost or something. Oh, he's, he's Luis just skipped straight to Super Sonic. <laughs> what would you think of a game like this, Luis? Uh, yeah, no, I, I, this is this is cool. It, it looks like it was made by Sonic Team and 
if they put the classic songs too, as I'm hearing in the background, Sonic Boom, that would be epic. This is, I think, what we would want to see from uh, from an open world Sonic game. But of course, you know, with the added levels, right? Like, have this also be a part of the um, open world, and, and this be like the level itself. Not only is the open world just where you go to like move around and and go to another level, but the level itself is also like this. It's yeah, also an open world level. So, what was your, your concept? Was it similar to this at all, or is it also very different? Uh, yeah, I guess it, it's it's a little bit not not necessarily the level, but now that I'm looking at a game that has an open world level with it, I think having an open world on the level as well seems like a, an interesting concept as well because you can also explore the. the so level when you said well. open world, you meant more like like Sonic Adventure, but with the hub worlds being really open. Yeah. Yeah, but still, but still having actual levels. This whole time, I never knew that. This whole time, I thought you were just <laughs> like, just in general, have the be open world. But you, I don't know how many of you guys know about Nazo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I don't know Nazo. Nazo, he was okay. So in Sonic X, in the production, there was at the end of the trailer for Sonic X, the the pitch uh, pilot, I think for Sonic X, you would see. Um, yeah, there it is. The official picture. They show this at the end. He's just standing there and his aura is lit up and nobody knows what it is. And um, and this was in the pilot for Sonic X, like the uh, the unofficial pilot. There's a pilot episode where they're like on Sonic's world and they're fighting over the chaos shards or something like that. And at the end, you see this uh, after the episode's over. It, it was a popular image. No one knows what it is. It's not in the final product. And they think some people think maybe it's a prototype of supersonic for some reason, that color. And basically he became a popular fan character. And so what I just sent you right now in the chat is uh, something called Nazo Unleashed. Nazo yeah. Unleashed is a fan uh, animated. Uh, it was, it was, there was four parts to it originally, I think, but this is all of them together. This all the way back to newground.com, right? Yes. And uh, this animator is actually an official animator now, or professional one. This is his back-in-the-day old-school stuff. Coming soon. Cool. Well, should we jump to the final ring right now, too? Because I know this, this episode might be a, a bit long, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but definitely, you know, we'll, we'll check out the Nazo Unleashed. It's cool. I mean, it, it, thank you for, for showing us these fan-made projects i think eventually we are going to have some of the creators uh, that have done these really uh, cool fan-made things uh, on the podcast and on our live shows as well so uh, be on the lookout for that too because we, we we want them to talk about their their projects too and what they have going on and of course we're going to start watching uh, more of their projects as well so so let's uh go to our final ring today we're not going to have a blue rumor section but let's go with you paul what is your final ring so my final ring for today is well first off uh, i didn't i wasn't a part of the last episode so i want to wish everyone a very safe and happy new year um this 2021 i'm really excited about 2021 very optimistic even though the social climate isn't in a good place right now. Um, 
I'm just praying that everyone stays safe and um, stays true to who you are. Um, really, get, I'm really excited to engage more with the fans. I want, I want perspectives. I want, I want disagreements. I want agreements. I want everything. So, I'm really excited to get to know you, the fans, a lot more this year and going forward. And uh, one last thing, vote for Rouge. Hashtag Paul X Rouge. And that is my final ring. <laughs> Shalice? As for me and my final ring, I just want to say that, it, like I say, like, like Paul said, stay safe, be positive out there. But, well, but I want to just touch on what Paul said, too, that we're coming up with ideas for episodes and everything to talk about for you guys as our fans. But we want to hear from you guys as the fans, too. Don't be afraid to leave us your comment. If you got an idea that you want us to talk about on this podcast, we want to talk about what the fans of Front the Hedgehog really like. So don't be scared to just go ahead and just let us know what you want to talk about. We'll talk about it for you. So let us know what you want to hear from us as your podcast group. This is 2021. Don't be shy. Don't be scared. And that is my final ring. Awesome. Yeah, let's go with you. Peter, go ahead. What's your final ring? Okay. All right. For my final ring, let's get everybody excited for the 30th anniversary. Let's hope we all get a little bit of what we want for this amazing year that I know is going to be. Um, yeah. Remember to vote for Elise. I'll see you guys next episode. <laughs> all right. Ax, what's your final ring? Um, Final ring, I guess, is... Uh, I guess... I just really want the 30th anniversary to feel uh, like a big deal because um, I know like they, they always say like, you know, like, Oh, it's going to be the year of Sonic. So a lot of people don't really think, take that as really meaning anything, but it is the 30th anniversary. So I hope that they at least prepared over the past few years for something like this. I hope that they like said like, you know, it's like, Hey, we got to make sure not to like, drop the ball or anything let's let's do something that people will really love uh it doesn't have to be sonic adventure 3 if it is i would be really surprised just because it's something that um like kind of like generations where it's like like it's hard to believe that they're actually doing it you know like it's something you don't expect them to actually do and but if they do something else that's fine too whatever they do if it's really great i just hope it's exciting um and if if not, I, I mean, it'll be very disappointing. But, you know, hey, luckily, like I'm showing you now, you've got the fan base holding the series up as well. And um, my the point of it is, is that I want to open your eyes more to like a lot of the things that the community is doing. Like even in the last episode, some of the ideas you came up with, Shalice is like, well, the fans are kind of already doing it. And you're just like, oh, I didn't know that. It's like, well, you know, maybe you will soon. You'll find out that... Uh, there's like there's a secondary unofficial world of Sonic uh, content out there. Yeah, that's yeah, but yeah, no, that there is definitely a lot of interesting fan projects out there, and like you said, just all across the board with not just the uh, animations, but just other things that fans have created. And you know, I think that's one of the distinguishing factors from other popular video game series is that we have all these fans that are creating other things too, and and really awesome things too. And, and like you said, some fans have even gone to actually be animators and anime and actually uh, featured uh, TV cartoons, right? And so that's really cool. It's, it's cool to, to see them make that leap through 
having these fan projects. And, and like I said, we'll be looking forward to talking to the people that have created these things and, and really uh, to let us know a little bit more about what inspired them to create them and more about uh, how they go about creating them and all that process, which we don't see, but I'm sure there's tons of work that <laughs> that goes behind each of these different projects and getting the coordination done and making sure that they have someone who could do the animation, the music, the voiceovers, the writing too. I, I saw there in the credits. And so it's, it's really cool to see so much uh, involvement there. So for my final ring, again, it's Sonic's uh, 30th anniversary. You know, we, we've all been really looking forward to this year and glad that it's finally here. And now it's, it's a matter of, I would say within a month, two months, we're, we'll probably get hopefully an announcement of the game. You would assume so, right? If they have a release date for it too. And, and it's, it's really exciting to finally be able to, to play another game. I feel like it's been a while since we've seen a game. I mean, Sonic Forces came out what feels like was a long time. <laughs> and so I feel like we, we've been long overdue uh, a new game. And uh, as we mentioned before, it's the 30th anniversary. So other than that, I mean, everyone look forward to our lives that we will be doing on our social media. They're going to be really fun. As Paul said, we want to get to know you, the fans as well. We want you to also express your opinions on anything that we talk about. And when we do these lives, that might just be your opportunity to express yourself with anything we talk about. Or if you just want to talk about anything about the podcast, you can also leave your comment on there check those out and again be on the lookout on our social media follow us so you can find out when the lives will be happening yeah that, that is going to be really exciting to be able to be uh on these lives and and be able to talk to other fans and interview so thank you very much to everyone for listening to today's episode and you will either hear from us in our next episode or you will actually see us on a live soon have a great day everyone See you guys later! Hey, hey! Sonic again! I was just on my way to order a chili dog, but there seems to be a holdup. Sorry, sir, but no service until you put on a mask. Oh, that's bull-hunky! Next! Oh, it's you, Sonic the Hedgehog! But sorry, Sonic, you have to put on a mask. That's not too difficult, is it? Well, let me see. There you go. Too easy. Piece of cake. But why? It's not fair. It's not fair for your peers to have to worry about getting sick either. Essential workers have to deal with the stress of people coming in all day long too. If you're not there for your crew, they can't be there for you. And that's no good. Sonic says.